on today's show. I know everybody loves that drop. We'll talk about the rumors and trades that could go down for the Dallas Mavericks. Could a Toronto Raptor be coming to Dallas? Talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. NBA champion. He hit it I don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Maps your first listen each and every day. Locked On Maps is free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know. There's rumors flying around, but what's the one trade you want the Dallas Mavericks to make this year? Join me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor, Mavs.com, the trade machine maniac, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Is this the most wonderful time of the year? It's the most wonderful, wonderful time of the year. Could be. We love trade season. Oh, it's the best. Some I got the classic question today. Hey, do you do y'all's pod during the off season? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yes, we do. Five because, days a week, baby. I was like, and I responded with, I was like, Offseason free agency and trade deadline season is the best time of the year for uh, <laughs> podcast and coverage. So uh, you guys know we're here every single day, all through trade season. Sometimes we've done trade dashes to where we've just done all through the weekends. And uh, if there's any trades that go down, you know where to uh, be looking for your podcast. We'll have emergency pods and all that. Absolutely. We'll do. We'll continue our post-game shows all throughout the year, too. We've decided to... Years ago, but we, we, we did decide that years ago to do every single post game for the Dallas Mavericks. And so you know where to come for trade news, for post games, for midweek talks, and all that kind of stuff. We're your number one locked, we're your number one podcast for, for Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> I was about to say we're the number one Mavericks podcast, which is also true, but you know, I won't, I won't throw it in the face. Some, some people think they're the only podcast that covers the Mavericks. I Tim Cato. <laughs> I don't know who would think that. All I'm right. literally texting Tim right now and <laughs> this exact moment is so funny. Um, he starts his show saying he's, it's the only Dallas Mavericks podcast in jest because there are many. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into today's uh, stuff. There are apparently the Toronto Raptors are, are dealing with some stuff right now. They are sitting at 18 and 23 in the East outside of the play in, not even in the play, like not even in the play in, which is bad. There's 10 teams in the East that are going to make a postseason. The Toronto Raptors are not one of them. That is really wild. Ooh. That is really wild to me. And so there's all this reporting around them from Mark Stein, from TSN, from Mike Scotto, all types of, of outlets that, that we respect their news when, when it comes to Toronto Raptors and NBA stuff. So the first one, let's start with this. According to TSN, uh, reporter Josh Lewenberg, Scotty Barnes is untouchable. We're gonna, we'll stay away from that one, right? That's the one player on the Raptors that seems to be untouchable. For Siakam and OG Ananobi, it would be a high, high price. Mark Stein specifically says it would take lots to pry OG or Siakam away. Isaac, when will the Mavericks have lots that they could give up? Because either of these guys would just be so perfect in with, with the Mavericks next to Luka. I mean, I think the whole roster would be, right? Like if there's if there's one team that I'm looking across the league and I'm saying, all right, realistically, 
you know, obviously yeah, Giannis, something like that. That'd be awesome. But if there's one team across the league that's not a title contending team that I would say, man, I wish that team would be a seller because yeah. I think multiple players from that team would work at Dallas. It's the Toronto Raptors because literally, I mean, we're going to talk about all the names today, but even their stars from the top star to like Pascal Siakam would be incredible. I think he's just a, you know how much I love OG, but I think he's just a tad bit on a different level than OG. For sure. But even even down to like a Gary Trent, I think would be great in Dallas too. So we'll talk about the names in between. But I mean, the summertime is the is the time for Dallas to take the biggest swing. They could still take a swing before the deadline, but they want to use all the picks possible and all of that. Like that's the it's the summertime that you make a swing for like a Siakam or an OG. Yeah, I don't think they can make this this type of move, a Siakam or an OG, until the summer. I think to get the all right, the Mavs are sending four picks and Josh Green and salaries and, you know, uh, swaps possibly and like all that stuff to the Raptors for Pascal Siakam to do that kind of deal. You can't do it until the offseason to where, okay, 2023 draft is over and done with. The Knicks, tri- the Knicks pick is gone. And then the Mavericks have all their first round picks. The Mavs have, have rightly have held on to all those picks very tightly. And to some, to some of our dismays, like, hey, make a move. Do, do the Boyan Bogdanovich trade. They can't. They cannot make a move like that this year because of that Clippers game the other night. You look at that Clippers game and you're like, this team is not one move away. This team is not one Bogdanovich or a B-level or C-plus level player away from making the finals, from being a title contender, from being there. You look at the Warriors series last year in the playoffs, even with Jalen Brunson, that team was clicking on all cylinders. No shot to beat that, that Warriors team in that series, right? That's what it takes to go to the next level. And the Mavericks even knew that before that series. They even knew that they needed to make some kind of move like this, which is why they didn't sign Jalen Brunson, which is one of these whole like big whole mistakes that you've heard. If you listen to Bill Simmons and all of them, they him and Zach Lowe were talking about that today. If it's this big mistake for for Dallas, it was a mistake. But one of the reasons why they made yeah. it is because they know they knew even with Brunson, they still needed to make a bigger move, somebody that fits better with Luca, somebody that elevates the rest of the team, somebody that 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 is a guaranteed perennial All Star type player to play next to Luca. They have to make that move. I honestly am starting to feel like it has to be this summer, and they'll have all these picks available, yeah. and maybe Siakam. I don't think OG is that that level. You said a tad. I would say. He, Siakam's a lot higher than what OG is, but uh, if they're going to make a Siakam type move, if the Raptors want to blow it up, then it would have to be this summer. And I think it has to be for the Mavericks this summer for sure. Yeah. I mean, you start, you look at these guys. I mean, one of the things you ask when it comes to like the Bogdanovich thing, you know, what if they go out right now and do, you know, the Bogdanovich deal yeah. first round pick Josh Green. and Josh Green and Berton, something like that. Um, what if you get into the summer and OG goes for a couple first and some of that, and it's like, dang, like if we had, if we kept some of our pieces, if we kept Josh Green, we kept, you know, all of our draft picks, we could have given up a really similar deal for OG or Siakam or something like that. That's when you kind of like, now there's a million ways you can view that and be like, oh, you can't make this move, you know, you can't not make a move because of what could potentially happen all of a sudden. Like all this stuff, I get all of that. But if you're going, if you're searching for the number two, then man, I mean, if you can get Siakam next to Luca and Dallas, like that's somebody you swing for, right? I mean, you're looking at a guy that's absolutely he's tw- he's 28 years old. You start looking at the the salary stuff, and, you know, in Toronto, he has 35 million dollars. He's 35.4 this year. Uh, he's 
37.8 next year. Then obviously, you know, if you make a trade for Siakam, you're looking at trying to lock him into some, you know, some big extension, stuff like that. But, you know, then you look at OG though, and OG's younger. He's, you know, 25. He is playing incredible basketball this year. He's shooting like 37% from three, um, scoring 18 points a game. Man, I didn't know. I was a huge OG guy coming into the draft. I didn't think he was, I didn't know if he was going to score 18 points a game. I thought he was more <laughs> like, you know, a Dorian Finney Smith type, but he's yeah. shown that he's grown offensively. Um, He's and then the, he would be he's on the short list for defensive player of the year too like that is that is elite next level which we've been asking for if the Mavericks are going to play this style they need an elite defensive player to play like that and that would change so much for this team if they could if they could do that yeah and he you know he he's the guy that instantly guards all of your bigger perimeter guys yeah. the Kawhis the Paul Georges the Jason Tatums all of that like he becomes that guy you would still you know you'd still need a guy to guard the you know the opposing point guards, uh, like like if you could swing a Gary Trent deal too, a Gary Trent you know if you keep Reggie Bullock in the deal, something like that, it could still guard the Damian Lillards of the world and all that. But man, OG pairing him with Luca at this age, that would be a pairing that you look at and say, all right, like this is what you save your assets for. Right, and so we're looking for this offseason when the Mavericks can make that kind of move, but. Could they make a Gary Trent move? Could they make a Fred Van Vliet move if the Raptors decide to soft blow it up here a little bit and want to move on from some of these pieces? They could make one of those moves this year. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're absolutely delicious. Low in calories, high in protein. My favorite bar is the Built uh, Puff, the brownie batter puff. Absolutely delicious. 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, 6 grams of sugar, and... I had one today. Not not the puff. I had a leftover like coconut bar. Oh, Ooh. you didn't go puffing today. I didn't puff today. It was it was delicious though. Uh, I had the bar. I needed just a, a. I was in the middle of a meeting and I needed something. All right, I'm gonna be in this meeting for like two and a half hours. I need something that's gonna take me from the breakfast I had earlier to the end of this meeting when I can when I can make my next meal. Built Bar will do that. It'll help you get to that next step in your day. It will also help you. They're gluten free. Uh, you can go check them out at built.com. You can also go pick them up at your nearest Walmart or uh, in uh, in Sam's Club. Walk to the pharmacy section in Walmart. Go grab a 13-bar box in Sam's Club. You can go check those out, Walmart or Sam's Club. You can also still get them on the website. I'm looking on the website right now. 15% off site-wide. How about that? You can also maybe still check out the promo code LOCKED15. I don't know. Maybe maybe type, maybe type that in too. Check it out. Guys, uh, it's Built Bar. Go check them out. Walmart, Sam's Club on the site, built.com. All right, Isaac Harris, thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen today. Let's check out the rest of this Raptors roster because... Let, let, can I ask you a question real quick, though? Like, if it's... Can you say the thing? Hey, one more thing. Yeah. For for OG, <laughs> if... You know, I, I don't think... I think we're both in the same spot of, like, OG is would be an awesome swing, awesome fit, but is he the second star? Like, are, is he that good? Is he, he's not on Siak, Siakam's letter, level. What if Toronto called Dallas before the deadline and said, Hey, give us the first that you can offer throw in Josh green and a salary filler. And let's call it a day on OG knowing that that means you can't swing for the, you know, you right. can't swing for the solidified star the summer or for a while. Would you do that deal right now? Yeah, so if the Mavericks did that and they're like, okay, 
we'll trade two first. Let's round just say picks. two unprotected. Yeah, let's say first. two unprotected picks for OG. It's the same move that the Lakers can make, right? The the package that everybody's talking about with the Lakers. Oh, can they go get Miles Turner and Buddy Hield? The Mavericks can offer twenty seven and twenty nine, right? Because that follows the Stepien rule where you can't trade picks in consecutive drafts. They still owe these picks to the Knicks. Although if they settle the deal with the Knicks and they're like, hey, we'll just give you the twenty twenty three pick, then then they can offer the 2025 as well. Yeah, but they're offering like an Applebee's gift card with those picks. Like they don't have anything else to offer with the picks. It just sucks. For the Mavericks. No, the Lakers. Like they're Westbrook, really? <laughs> no, I mean, the, are, the, are the Mavs contracts and players that much better than than that? I think, I think Josh Green's a better and asset than any of the Lakers have. I don't know. An expiring Westbrook is like that's a that's forty million dollars that's coming off your books next year. We've even talked about why the Mavericks should consider that kind of deal just financially. But let's say you can offer those two picks, twenty seven and t- two thousand twenty seven, two thousand twenty nine first round pick for OG. Then all of a sudden, you can only trade one more first round pick after that. So then you're making your one more Bogdanovich type move after that. You're basically locking yourself into all right. We're going to try to build 2011 again, <laughs> right? Like that's what you lock yourself into because you have Luca as the A plus, the Dirk type player. You have OG who fills the Sean Marion plus maybe the, uh, what else would he fill? I guess he Scotty Pippen. <laughs> he fills that nobody, if you're talking about the 2011 team, cause that that's the type of title team you'd have to build around Luca and OG. If you're going to do that, cause OG is not your all your perennial all-star type player that, you can see a title team. Around. He be, I mean, he becomes your like your your bigger Drew Holiday. He beca- I think he becomes right. your Matrix like Jet Terry combo, right? Like he's giving you yeah. some. He's giving you a lot of scoring. He's also giving you elite defense. And so you're like, okay, I could start to build something around this. But you're still gonna need like the right right pieces around. Whereas if it's Luca and another perennial All Star like a Siakam or somebody else, then all of a sudden you don't have as many holes to fill. It's it's so wild the difference between like one second. Like second, like star player, because we've talked about this for so many, so many years now. It's literally the one big flaw this Mavericks team has. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I would be inclined to do it. I think if you can get, yeah. Wow. I I think if you can get a twenty five year old player like OG that fits perfect next to Luca, that can hit the three, score eighteen points a game, and be your your perennial lockdown defender. All of that. Yeah. I'm doing it. And I'm worrying about the other stuff later on. Like, I, I don't know. I think I think I'm doing it for OG. Let us know in the comment section below. Would you do that to give up two picks? And it's it's not just two picks. It's two picks and your chance at another star. You're not getting another star if you do the OG trade. And there's no other chance yeah. for it either, right? Which is kind of one of those, all right, well, you're, you're putting all your eggs in this basket. You're putting your eggs in the OG basket. Like Isaac said, he's 25. He can still get better. He's average. He's averaged 17 points last year, 18 points this year on a pretty crowded like Raptors team. They've had guys out with injuries and stuff, but Siakam, Fred VanVleet, Gary Trent, like a lot of guys. Mark, Scotty Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban, Indiana guy. Yeah, OG Indiana guy. Yeah, there you go. OG also 48 games last year, 43 games the year before. He's not like played a ton of games, so that's that's a little yeah. interesting to me too. But let's talk I, about the other I, two guys. I would not. I would not do that. I don't think. As I, I, I like OG too, but. I don't think you, I would you would empty the cupboard for Siakam though, right? Oh, the, all of it. Give give them the swaps, give them the picks. Yeah. Siakam and Luca, that's your that that's a title contender. Yeah. Like that's the best duo in the NBA. Yeah. Hundred percent. 
Yeah. Luka's like a top three player in the NBA. Anybody with him that is an all, like Siakam's already made an all NBA team. He would, I think I would just cry if he had a team. He's made two all NBA teams. <laughs> if, if Luka gets a teammate, that's a top 30 player. I might shed a tear. <laughs> Nico Harrison sitting back there like, you know, I'm going to make Isaac cry. Dallas is going to get a seat at the table. Let's talk about the other, the two more realistic players yeah. that I think Dallas could go after. Fred Van Vliet, Gary Trent Jr. Yeah. For Fred Van Vliet, um, according to TSN, they still consider him to be part of the core moving forward, which is not like a glowing, <laughs> it's not a glowing referendum on Fred Van Vliet this season. Uh, Raptors fans want to shoot him into the sun. So think about all the Mavs players that Mavs fans want to shoot into the sun. That's kind of how his season has gone this year compared to past. Uh, he was an all-star last year. This year, he's like 18 points, six assists, but he's shooting terribly. He's shooting 37% from the field, 33% from three. He's getting the line four times. He has been good at defense in the past, and this year it seems to have slipped just a little bit. He's going to be 29 in February by, by the end of the trade deadline. And so you're like, okay, what is this guy? You know, we we compared Jalen Brunson to him for a while. We were like, all right, this is kind of the career path. He was in the G League, and then he came along slow. He was a young player in that 2019 title run that they had. Like, I think he, he only played like – he played like 24 minutes a game on that on that in the playoff run in that title team. So it's not like he was he was a big part of it, but not like a massive part of their title run. And so now you're like, what is Fred Van Vliet? He's kind of the only guard that they have to, they have two on the, on the Raptors. They have all these wings, all these 6-9 guys. Uh if you do the same kind of move, I guess it's two it's probably two picks for Van Vliet, right? Would you do the two picks for the, Van Vliet type move? The only thing that I think his value would be a little would be lower than OG's just because you know, the thing with him and Trent is they both have these options yeah. for the summer that they can both become, you know, free agents over the off season. So, you know, if any team's looking at it saying, or trading for a free, you know, an expiring contract for the most part, then I don't know if you're getting, you know, multiple first and, and all that. I think you're giving up multiple first because you're also, you're looking at an OG that's 25 and you're saying, all right, he's like, not even entered his prime or entering his prime. I'd say Van Vliet's probably in the middle of it, but man, Van Vliet would fit great in Dallas. So I wouldn't do the picks though. Yeah. This is one where I'd think about it. If, if you could say, all right, it's one pick <laughs> like, okay, one pick, but even, even so I'm like, uh, you, you, I'm not as worried about his shooting as much because no, me either. I, I tend to lean towards what's the majority he's a 37, 38% three point shooter for his career yeah. before this season. He never shot beneath 36% in his career or 37% in his career. Like every single year, it's been basically 37 or above. And so like, you know, if I'm looking at it saying what, seven years, he shot 37% or above. And now this year he shot 32 and it's like, oh, I don't know. He can't shoot. It's like, I kind of take the majority on that. I have the same worries that I would have against Brun about Brunson though. If, if I'm the Mavericks, if you have this, he's shown he he's shown he could play better defense than Brunson, though. Absolutely, he's also gonna be 29 here. In like, a, in like a he's couple, also got a, a title couple. under his belt. True, yeah. So he's he's got the experience. He's can play better defense. Uh, the Mavericks, for better or worse, used Fred Van Vliet's contract that he signed a couple years ago as the template and the the stopping point for a Jalen Brunson extension this, this summer. And uh, and so they definitely apparently think that that's a, a fair deal for for Van Vliet. How uh, how would Mavs fans like feel about it though if 
you know, we briefly was talking about this before I hit record, but like if you trade for Van Vliet, what was the contract he turned down? The extension he turned down from he turned down 114 million. I'm I'm pretty sure I was over four years. So like if you trade for Van Vliet, you're obviously trading for him with the idea that you're gonna lock him in long term. And if yeah. he turned down 114, we'll go out on a limb and say he wants more than 114. So we'll doubt we'll. Like how a fans feel, it's like if you let Brunson go because of a price point, but then you're bringing in Van Vliet, like he's instantly going to be, it's going to be a comparison thing that's going to live for years of Van Vliet versus Jalen Brunson. Oh, should have just paid Brunson or, you know, vice versa. Whatever. Well, they're already saying should have just paid Brunson. So it doesn't, well, does it yes. change anything, right? Like, <laughs> we should have paid Brunson. <laughs> that, I mean, we're already saying that. But. <laughs> yeah. So does it change anything? No. Like, <laughs> instead of giving up assets to go get the guy that's, kind of mm-hmm. in the same mold, better defender, worse, like get your own shot, two-point shooter, like all that kind of like, you know, that kind of stuff. Let's talk about Gary Trent next. Gary Trent's an interesting one that's definitely the most available of all these Raptors guys. And then there's a couple other deals and a couple other rumors about Manuel Quickly. Uh, there's Tim Hardaway Jr. talks going around. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a place where you can post your job. You can post your job for free at LinkedIn. Uh, Small business owners know if, if you hire people, you know that every single person that you hire on your team matters. Success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you check out LinkedIn Jobs. You can hire qualified candidates with more efficiency that match open roles with the skills and values and experiences that help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with their targeting tools. They will help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn dot com slash locked on NBA. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Isaac Harris. We're continuing to talk about the Toronto Raptors. They apparently have some players available. We've talked about Siakam. We would absolutely do any kind of deal for Siakam. Take all the things except Luca. Uh, OG and Anobi, you would do that deal. I'm more skeptical about a deal like that. Maybe this offseason I would be less uh skeptical about the deal. <laughs> I almost said susceptible. <laughs> Not the word I was looking for. But apparently Gary Trent Jr., according to TSN, according to Mark Stein and others, Gary Trent Jr. is very available. He is the one that they are kind of, you know, he's having a he's he's having an interesting season and they're definitely shopping him. What are your thoughts on Gary Trent Jr., who's making 17 and a half million this year, has a player option for about 18 and a half next year. And so he's kind of he could be an expiring type contract. It's kind of a weird deal to try and make. He would be a great fit in Dallas. Mm. Um, you know, he's six five, six six. Uh, he could guard opposing point guards. Um, you know, he's he, he's basically an expiring contract because he made like, like a seven point five, and he's probably going to decline it to get a longer term deal. You know, from from elsewhere. But he's kind of like that three and D guy. He's kind of like Tim, but somebody who can like defend a little bit better. Um, well, I'd say I actually think he can defend a lot better than Tim. Um, and then I'd say he can handle the ball a little bit better than Tim too. So he, like, I would definitely be calling if I was Dallas about getting Gary Trent. I think he would fit like almost perfect alongside Luka Doncic. Um, you know, I think he's kind of like a, a little bit of a blend of, uh, of like Tim and like Reggie in the sense of like, I think he has a little bit, little bit of Reggie's defense, um, a little bit of Tim scoring at the same time. So, um, you know, he's not a star. I don't think he's making an all-star team. I'm not 
trading him, trading for him to pay him $25 million a year or anything like that. But if you're, if you're looking at swapping out some parts, if they're saying, Hey, we can't, we're not going to re- be able to resign him this summer and they're calling up Dallas, then I would definitely be interested. Yeah. And this is a deal. Unlike the other guys we talked about, you're probably not giving up a pick for, you're probably able to say, no. you're probably able to, to swap some contracts or, I don't know. Would you do the Tim Hardaway Jr. for the Gary Trent? Like literally the Spider-Man meme. Okay, we'll give you Tim Hardaway Jr. He's a better defender, though. You're um, you're you're much higher on on Gary Trent than I am. Like I think that him uh, and Tim are kind of Spider-Man meme in the way that they. He, well, I think he's definitely, he's definitely a better like individual scorer, which is you know which is good. Which the Mavericks. It's kind of like it's kind of like Levert. I think you do it just for the money part, right? Like. I think you'd do it for the money part alone. That you're basically doing it for an expiring contract, and I think you'd have to add something to Tim though, in order to get a deal like that done. Hmm. Second. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I just don't know what what Trent's value is going to be. I don't. We got to see what direction Toronto's going to go, right? Like, are they going to just fully sell off pieces and just go for draft picks? Um you know, do they want to try to ride the ship a little bit? Do they want to swap out the parts? Like what if they called, you know, Dallas and said, Hey, we actually want to try to go for the playing spot because let's just try to get into the playoffs and anything had happened. Yeah. We, we actually want a big, and it's like, they call up Dallas say, Hey, Gary Trent for Christian Wood. They don't have it. You know, a Christian Wood would start on their team. So, and you know, what if Dallas is looking at the same, man, I don't know. We're not going to be able to we're not going to be able to you know if they don't want to go to the four years extension thing and all that stuff they're scared of losing him and toronto's like hey we want to add a big like that could be something that both teams look at it and say i don't know yeah if, but if the raptors are like okay we need a little bit more creation maybe a little bit more shooting and definitely like a big man we can we think we can cover his defensive deficiencies then maybe that's an interesting one we we think we're going to lose gary trent for nothing anyway then that one's interesting you'd have to add about three but, million on the Maverick side to make that deal done. So you're sending, uh, you could send Frank and Theo, or you could, you know, you could do some kind of combo like that. But I, but I think if you're send Toronto, Frank, that works in the, in the trade machine. <laughs> I think if you're Toronto, though, like you're only doing a deal like that if you want to try to make the play in. Like, I, yeah. I think if they're just tearing it down, then you're just trying, you're trying to find some type of draft compensation with a salary filler, you know, something like that. So. I don't think, you know, whatever, but you, would you do that deal? Christian Wood and Frank Nilakina for Gary Trent Jr. Um, I'll think about it. I would do that deal. Okay. You heard it from Nick guys. I would do, I would do it. Look, like, what are you, what are you saving with, with Christian Wood right now? Like we already know this team is not good enough to, like, to win a title. So. I can't, I can't talk about Christian Wood on this pod because then people get really mad. All right. Well, I'll say, I'll say it. I would do that. Deal. <laughs> I think other people would do that deal too. Uh, yeah. all right. The Mavericks would have no bigs. Guess what? They have no bigs anyway. So it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, it's like the, it's like the, we should have signed Brunson thing. Like if they get Fred Van Vliet, like, yeah, they already think we should have done that. Last one, last rumor we'll talk about here is that apparently, according to Michael Scotto, another rumor that's going around is that Emmanuel Quickly is receiving interest from several teams, including the Bucks, the Wizards, and the Dallas Mavericks. What are your thoughts on Emmanuel Quickly and uh, situation with the Knicks? Let's bring in another former Knicks player. Let's go. Uh, Mavs have been interested in Quickly for a while, ever since draft stuff, yeah. and so uh, they've liked him uh, for a while, and. 
I think he'd be great in Dallas as a guard coming off the bench. Like if they get if that's a swap out the pieces, I'm not giving up a pick or anything for for quickly. But if you know you're sw- swapping some pieces around and you're bringing quickly back, and he can be a third guard off the bench, or you know him start alongside Luca, and then when he moves back to the bench, something like that, I would be I, I like him as a player, and I would be a fan of it. Yes. I mean, yeah, if you could just get him for like, – you're saying swapping out the parts. Like, what would you have to send for him is kind of the question. He makes $2.3 million this year. Looks like he's going to make – he has a guaranteed – what? A guaranteed uh, 4.1 next year. So, that's a – I mean, it's a really – I just don't I – don't, I don't know what, what they're looking for. Like, you know, why is it Fournier playing for them? Like, is it some of him? They just don't like him as a player. Like, let's say they view Tim Hardaway a lot better than Fournier, and it's like bring Fournier him, bring him back. Well, it's like Fournier and quickly for Tim, and you know, another piece. It's something like that. And you're like that money works you know, out though. Just Fournier and quickly for Tim. Yeah, it's like they they want to win right now too, just like Dallas. So, you know, if it, if it's a bigger deal like that, like Tim and Reggie and something else for Fournier quickly and you know something, it's like, hey, New York, we'll just send back all the players that you used to have. You just send the players. We're assigned Trey have. Burke to send him back to. Yeah, uh, we'll get Dennis Smith. Uh, if you send Reggie and Tim, and it's Fournier and quickly, you have to add about nine million on the Knicks side. You could a Hartenstein would be that. That's the that's the perfect one. Tim and Reggie for Hartenstein, Fournier, and quickly. Drop the pa- drop the papers. Let's go. Like, <laughs> call it into the league. Could I you would, get Toppin? I would do that deal. Would you? Toppin would be fun in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, I would do that deal. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't think the Knicks would do the deal that I mentioned. The Bullock and Hardaway for Fournier, Hartenstein, and quickly. I don't think the Knicks would do that. If you're gonna try to add Toppin in it, that's what five more million. Can you take Hartenstein out and do that same deal? Now I think they, I think they value top end. I think you'd have to, if you're doing top end and quickly. I feel like you'd have to send them a first, you know, or do something like that. Mm-hmm. Even the even, thing about it is they they want to win now, and Reggie and Tim are are win now players. Yeah. So like, they would instantly be in the rotation and playing with Brunson and Mitchell Robinson and Randall and those guys. And they already know the organization, which may help with them. But yeah. But if you're if you're thinking if you're the Knicks, like they're. Top in and quickly are like they're Josh Green, but they're but they're better. You know, it's like that's our chance to send some young players out to go get something like this. And we're not gonna they're not gonna send Grimes. They're not gonna send um, RJ RJ for sure. M- maybe even McBride, but like they're not doing that. Um, so there you go. Let us know in the comment section below. What do you think about these different trades? What do you think about these different rumors? And uh, we'll be talking about more trades. I mean, we'll be here all throughout the, the th- till the trade deadline. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom.